Paul, is it is it really true that you only have one beer left? Yes, we misjudged the possibility of a lockdown extension, and now me and my girlfriend are in the same house, in isolation, with only one beer to go. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to get ugly. <laughs> it's going to get crazy, and and no one, everyone's is too polite to actually drink the last beer. People are going to have to make a case for it for who gets it. <laughs> Good luck with that. Is there a way? You know, I'm sure you guys have some more uh, alcohol than us. Is there a way you can send it to us? Meet in a parking lot somewhere? Uh, no. First of all, we have planned our groceries, including our booze, perfectly, <laughs> and we cannot give any to you. Secondly, I don't think the president would like that, and thirdly, I'm pretty sure it's illegal at the moment. Fellow South Africans. This evening, I stand before you to ask you to endure even longer. I have to ask you to make even greater sacrifices so that our country may survive this crisis and so that tens of thousands of lives may be saved. That's right. South Africa now has an extra 14 days of lockdown due to COVID-19. So we are still recording remotely. Once again, I'm recording from my garage. Who knows how long I'm going to be here. And I am still in my cupboard. This week, we ask... Is it a punishable offence to share information about COVID-19 on WhatsApp? Does South Africa only have 800 ICU beds in the whole country? Should you disinfect your groceries in a strong solution of salt water and bleach? You're listening to What's Crap on WhatsApp, where the voice notes show that debunks the crap in your WhatsApp groups. I'm Paul McNally from podcasting company Volume. And I'm Kate Wilkinson from Africa Check, the continent's leading fact-checking organization. COVID-19 is reaching peak media saturation. It is every story on every feed. But this short, sharp show is the antidote to all the crazy coronavirus nonsense you've been bombarded with all week. That's right. We are here to help instead of adding to the COVID-19 noise. So this week, we're debunking three WhatsApp messages about the virus that have been shared far and wide. Okay, let's go. First up, a message doing the rounds on WhatsApp has South Africans worried about what information they can and can't share on the platform. The message says that the Disaster Management Act has been implemented across the country and that apart from government departments, no citizen is allowed to post an update or share any information related to the coronavirus. It says doing so is a punishable offence. That could be a problem for us and our subscribers. What did we find out? There have been a number of fact checks of this message, which seems to have started during the rounds in India in early April 2020. So about two weeks ago. Let me have a look. Okay. so although India's Disaster Management Act of 2005 was invoked to address COVID-19, it does not contain any provisions prohibiting people from sharing information related to the disease. The same goes for South Africa's Disaster Management Act, of 2002. The South African government has said that anyone that creates and spreads fake news about COVID-19 is liable for prosecution. But this does not mean that people are not allowed to share any information about COVID-19. So this message is crap. Yeah, it's crap. 
you are allowed to share information on WhatsApp about the coronavirus outbreak, but just make sure it's accurate and you can send any dodgy messages to us for verification. Our next message to investigate claims that South Africa has only 800 intensive care unit beds in the whole country. That doesn't sound like a lot, especially during a crisis like this. Is it true? So data on ICU bed numbers is not readily or easily available. And the Department of Health did not respond to our queries about how many beds they have. It was estimated that 76 public hospitals had 1,178 ICU beds in 2013. Although, of course, this may have changed. Private ICU beds were estimated at 2,140 in 2018. And a large private healthcare network that we spoke to said that they currently have 1,200 ICU beds. So this claim is also complete crap. Yeah, the data may be hard to come by, but there are far more than 800 ICU beds in the public and private healthcare system in South Africa. We have seen a lot of advice going around when it comes to coronavirus and groceries. Kate, what should we listen to? So there's a voice note on WhatsApp that is encouraging people to disinfect their groceries before packing them away. Morning, neighbours and friends. This is not a hoax. Please don't insult my intelligence by asking me if it's true. I'm giving you rightful information that I've got and putting into practice. It says that the virus loves to stick onto them. I pick up the cans when I go to the shop because I want to see the expiry dates and I look for dents. So I'm sure lots and lots of housewives and shoppers do the same thing. What I'm asking you all to do is when you come home, put your packets down. Okay, I have to be honest. My mother who lives in the UK, who may or may not be listening to this, actually does this. She scrubs everything that comes back from the shops before it goes in the cupboard. And she's been doing it for weeks. Make a strong solution of salt water, put a little bit of jig in it, and just put all your cans and bottles into it just for two minutes or so. But an associate professor and head of the Department of Food Science at Stellenbosch University says that the risk of transmission from groceries would be very low. This is because food producers, packers and handlers should be taking stringent precautions to prevent the spread of any pathogens. The biggest risk that you face from your groceries is actually going to the store and being around other people. So what should we do, Kate? You just need to keep it simple. Just wash your hands and avoid touching your face. Regular hand washing while you prepare meals is also recommended. Experts also say you should be careful about washing your fruit and vegetables in bleach or any other soap. Soap can cause nausea and vomiting if ingested. So this claim is... Mostly crap? Yeah, I'd say so. You don't need to wash your groceries when you come home from the store. Just follow existing preventative measures. You hear that, Mum? Stop washing your groceries. So we've done three debunks... There are plenty more out there, but unfortunately, we've run out of time. And remember that What's Crap on WhatsApp is the show where you can be a winner. That's right. Three gigabytes of data is going to one lucky listener. Well done, Yancy. So, Kate, how can other people win some data? Anyone listening to the show can send us a WhatsApp message to fact check. It can be a video, a picture or a message that you want investigated. I'm sure you have one that you think might not be true. 
You'll find the T's and C's on our website. And our website is www.whatscrap.africa. Your friends and family can also sign up for our show over WhatsApp. The number is 082-709-3527. That's 082-709-3527. Make sure to save us as a contact on your phone, and then you just need to send us a message to subscribe. You can also find the show wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple to Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show today, please send us an emoji over WhatsApp. Maybe a grocery item that you bought this week. Definitely not a bottle of beer for you, Paul. (laughs) Our theme song is composed by John Bartman. And be sure to tell your friends about our competition. All they need to do is send us a message to fact check and they can win some data. I'm Paul McNally. And I'm Kate Wilkinson. Bye for now. Volume.